Bible study slash sermon. By the reading of God's word from Luke chapter 17, 20 through 37. Luke 17, 20 through 37. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you shall not see it. And they shall say to you, See here or see there, go not after them, nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteth out of the one part under heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. But first must he suffer many things and be rejected of this generation. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day he which shall be upon the housetop, and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. I tell you, that night there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken, and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken, and the other left. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken, and the other left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together. Thus ends the reading of God's holy and infallible word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, give us understanding that we might understand the scriptures by your Holy Spirit. And may, Lord, any who are not yet converted, he brought the saving faith in your Son, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Will you obey God is the message for this afternoon. What have we learned so far? In our first sermon in this series, we learned how Noah obeyed God. When God told Noah to make an ark, it says in Genesis 6.22, Thus did Noah. According to all that God commanded him, so did he. 
When God told Noah to preach the gospel to the lost, he did it. It says in 2 Peter 2, 5, But saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. When God told Noah and all his house and the, and the animals to enter into the ark, it says in Genesis 7, 5, and Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him, with all his house, along with all the animals, two by two and seven by seven, for the clean animals that would later be used in the sacrifice to God. And after the flood ended, when God told Noah to leave the ark, it says in Genesis 8:18, Noah went forth and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him, with every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kinds, went forth out of the ark. The Bible says that God remembered Noah, but Noah didn't forget God either, for it says in Genesis 8:20, and Noah built an altar unto the Lord. And took of every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings unto or upon the altar. And all of this is to point to the coming of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. In Hebrews 9, 12, it reads, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he, that is Jesus Christ, entered in once into the holy place, which was Calvary, and ultimately would be heaven itself, having obtained eternal redemption for us. What else have we learned last week? Lot disobeyed God. And it started in his heart, according to Genesis 13, 12 and 13. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. This is not where you want to be headed. But this is where you will be if you do not repent and turn to the Lord. But the next thing you know, he was living in the world, as it were, by living in Sodom. For it says in Genesis 19:1, And there came two angels to Sodom at evening, the very angels that visited Abraham not long before. And Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. Not outside of the gate, but within the gate of the city of Sodom. It says in the passage that we read how Lot ate with them, how he drank with them, how he bought and sold with them, how he planted his farm next door to theirs, how he built a nice house in the same neighborhood. For one thing, he wasn't. Camper. For it says in 2 Peter 2 7, 
and delivered just Lot. That is, God delivered just Lot, as we, as we know from the account from Genesis last week. He delivered him from the destruction of the city of Sodom, who was vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. And all of this, and all of his association, and his living in the city of Sodom, it says he was vexed in his filthy and the filthy conversation of the ungodly. It's like when you're with people who curse and you don't curse because you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ because you believe that thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. How does that make you feel? Or when you expose yourself to the social media, to, to the TV, or to company that is ungodly, how does that make you feel? That's one thing when you when you're living in the world. It's another thing when you're living with the world. It says in the Bible in 1 Corinthians 6:20, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, in your heart, which are God's. And in the end, Lot fled Sodom. He hightailed out of there for his life. So what do we do with this? I bring us back to the title of this message. Will you obey God? Will you obey God? Let's fast forward now to the time of our Lord Jesus Christ. Where he, in conversation, in dialogue, but also in his preaching, pointed to the day of his first coming. In verse 20. When he was demanded of the Pharisees, meaning they wanted answers from him. For he was at this point already making it very plain that, that he is their Messiah. And they wanted to know when the kingdom of God should come. He answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Pharisees. Kingdom of God is already here. He didn't mean that the kingdom of God was necessarily in their hearts, as he would say later to his disciples, but that the kingdom of God is in their very midst. And the very king of that kingdom is standing before them. No, the king comes disguised. It says in Philippians 2 6 and 7. Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of man, or of men. Goes on to say in our passage in Luke 17, But first he must suffer many things, and be rejected of this generation. Soon down the road of his three plus years public ministry, they will mock him as if he were their king. As if he were their king. For example, in Luke 23, 11, And Herod with his men of war sent him at naught, and mocked him, and arrayed him in a gorgeous robe, and sent him again to Pilate. Why a gorgeous robe? Except to mock him as the king of the Jews. Hail! King of the Jews, hail, 
king of the Jews, they were shouting at one point. Pilate said to the growing angry mob, I find no fault in him. What will I then do with him whom you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him. The truth is that you and I would do to Jesus the exact same thing. But for the grace of God, except if the Holy Spirit had not already come into our lives. Our Lord Jesus said to his disciples on another occasion, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Isaiah says in Isaiah 53, for he shall grow up before him, before the Father as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form, nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is not desirable. No matter what the artist may render him in paintings and in drawings, as, as someone lovely or someone comely. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised. And we esteem him not. And moreover, he was despised and not esteemed by his father. And he became sin for us, who knew no sin, in order that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now the last press release shows that the world that we live in has not changed one iota from what it was in Jesus' day in Lot's time, or in Noah's day. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. The world knew him not. And he came unto his own, and his own received him not. But praise God, to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Regarding another day, and that is the day of his second coming. My disciples, when I complete my mission on the cross, and am resurrected from the dead, and am ascended and returned back to my glory, and you're looking out for my return, don't be misled. My ostentatious, apocalyptic, self-proclaimed, self-aggrandizing messiahs. Don't be. Don't be. He said to his disciples, the days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you shall not see it. And they shall say to you, that is these that you are to be aware of. See here or see there. In other words, check, check this out. Follow me. Come, come to our ministry. Come to our church. Go not after them. Nor follow them. Is the warning of our Lord. Jesus says, 
I shall return. Like one in history, Douglas MacArthur, who is particularly close to my heart and our heart because General of the U.S. Army and the, and, the, and the forces in the Pacific, Douglas MacArthur, pledged to return to the Philippines as he was evacuated early in World War II because of the Japanese, which point he was reported to have said by the Associated Press these words, I shall return. How much more our Lord Jesus Christ when he says to his disciples, when he says to you and to me, I shall return, and you will know it is me. For according to verse 24 of our passage in Luke 17, for as the lightning that lighteth out of one part under heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall the Son of Man also be his day. Like the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Noah, so it shall also be in the days of the Son of Man. It says in verse 27, they did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, until the last day in which they did that, until Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Notice in 2 Peter 3, 4, through six, how the ungodly and the wicked think back then and see if there's any difference with how they think now. Where is the promise of this coming? For since the fathers fell asleep and all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation, same old, same old, until one day, which turns out to be the last day, just as there will be a day appointed in which we will die and stand before the judge of the seats of God. Whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. Or like the days of Lot, verse 28 of our passage in Luke 17, likewise also as it was in the days of Lot. How was it? As we noted already, Eve, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Our Lord concludes with this. He says, even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Except that will be the last, last day. Like his ascension to heaven when two angels reported to the disciples who are looking up to heaven as they saw their Lord ascend back to the third heaven with their mouths gaping open, more than likely, and they're in total shock over this experience. Socially, come in the like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. In other words, suddenly, he will just come back, visibly, where the whole world will see him. Even all who do not believe, and even those who have crucified him, and unexpectedly, unexpectedly to those who are not looking for him, 
Here's some Judgment Day emergency plan, just like we have an emergency plan for some uh, act of God contingency. Verse 31. In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop, and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Good advice, right? Remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. What happened to her? How she went back. In her heart, she turned back. Perhaps she was turning back to return back, for all we know. Joel Beakey, who wrote an excellent tract on this subject of Lot, noted about September 11, 2001, which happened to be a Tuesday. He writes, your danger requires immediate attention. Those people who successfully escaped the World Trade Center this week didn't stop to fill their briefcases. They escaped for their lives. They ran for the stairs, not the elevators, of course, right? In an emergency, we wouldn't do that. They ran for the stairs. There was not a moment to spare. Escape lot, the angel said, for your life. It is now or never. A few more minutes, a few more hours, and it will be too late. Good intentions will bring you to hell, not to heaven. Procrastination doesn't only steal time. It destroys souls. Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and for the Gospels shall preserve. Where do you pitch your tent? Summer's coming up. Some of you, like myself, like to go camping. In other words, roughing it, pitching that tent, setting it up. And there's an opening to that tent, is there not? Every tent, as far as I, I know. Where is that opening facing? Is it toward Sodom, i.e. the world? Where are you now? In Sodom, in your heart, perhaps in your life, and if you're a Christian, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked, is that where you are? Is that where you want to be? Especially when the fire and brimstone rains down from above. may not be angels to take you out like they did Lot and his daughters. It says in our passage, our Lord speaking, thus saith the Lord, I tell you in that night there shall be two men in one bed, the one shall be taken, the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together, the one shall be taken, the other left. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken, and the other left. Now, who are the ones that were taken? They are the ones who were taken by the angel of the Lord. Just like 
in the case of Lazarus, in Lazarus 16.22, where it says, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The angels will also gather the unbeliever and the ungodly and cast them into hell. And it says in Matthew 13, 41, Son of man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, meaning they're in the practice of iniquity or sin. They're living that lifestyle of the world. They're not living godly in Christ Jesus. They are not pursuing holiness and peace without which no man shall see the Lord, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire and there should be wailing and gnashing of teeth. But he concludes, Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Come to Christ. Trust in Christ. Live for Christ. Be a follower of the Lamb, whithersoever he goes. He says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Have you come to Christ? Have you found that peace that passes understanding? But even before that, have you found that peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ? Meaning that you are at peace with a holy, offended God, offended at your sin, offended at your lifestyle, offended at the way you are living your life, perhaps right now. Have you come to him and found rest and peace in your, in your relationship with God, in your relationship with Jesus Christ, and also that resultant peace in your soul that passes all understanding. Keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. For the converse of this is unthinkable. Even as our Lord says in that very chapter, Matthew 11, verse 24, But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in that day of judgment than for thee, and he was speaking of cities, that refused him. The Son of God has come. The Messiah is here. And they have turned their backs to him. They have spurned him. Trust this is not you. Trust this is not you. Because he came to bring salvation by his life and his death and his resurrection from the dead. His ascension into glory. And his heavenly intercession there at the Father's right hand on behalf of all of those who have put their faith and trust in him. And if you do not believe in Christ as your Lord and Savior and follow him and live for him as such, you will be eternally lost. Will you obey God? Will you obey Christ? Let's have a closing prayer right now. Heavenly Father, make these words to be heard and understood and believed and received and trusted upon as the very word of God even as the very word of God from which he has taken me. We give you, Lord, 
praise. For it is by the or to the praise of your glorious grace that we beseech you now for your help and for your salvation. 